Welcome back to the Becoming CEO podcast, where we decide every single day to become the CEO we were created to be. Over here, we're low-key ratchet and high-key saved, okay? Listen, I know what it feels like to have the hugest to-do list, feel super unclear on what to do next in your business, download all the freebies, and still be stuck at square one. And darling, that's over for you today. Hey boo, I'm Kay Hillman. I'm a scientist turned five-figure photographer turned marketing and business strategist for female service providers building profitable businesses. I'm the coach for confused peeps. Boo thang, it's time to ditch the hustle. Listen close, darling, as I snatch your mindset, clarify your messaging, and drop marketing gems. When you roll with me, you'll gain confidence, clarity, and sales as you become the highest version of your Let's get this money. Hey, boo. Hey, happy Tuesday or whatever day you're listening to this on. Okay, so let's talk about what you focus on. So today I really wanted to, and I'm just sitting here, like I'm literally sitting here in my robe, like the kids are asleep, Tay is like asleep, like everyone asleep. And I was just laying in bed thinking about focus. And the reason why I was thinking about this is because I have found myself in different cycles of life and different cycles of business where I can start to feel like, man, I'm not hitting my goals or I'm not doing this. I'm not doing that. We can always like, I'm, I'm sure that you can relate to the, to the idea that like you are not hitting the goals that you set out to hit or you are not like maybe just whatever you desired. It's just not happening for you right now. And I thought about the fact that whenever I let myself sink into those feelings, it just continues to fester, right? It's not until I change my perspective and change my outlook that things change for me. And it just made me really think about the fact that, and I don't know where I heard this before, but someone said, what you focus on grows. And that is so true. It's so true that wherever you focus your energy, your attention, your effort, your mental power, that is what grows. So if I'm focused on how things are not going well, things are going to continue to not go well, right? Unless I choose and decide to actively change my mindset and then change my reality, right? Take steps so that I am doing something different. And I really started thinking about this in terms of just times in my business where I really got down on myself about like, oh, I'm not where I want to be. It's not growing. You know, I'm not attracting the right people or whatever. And I realized that that thought, like those thoughts It just continued to put out negative energy that continued to have me attract not ideal clients or attract no clients at all. And what I want to say today, and I I feel like this episode is going to be really short because of what I really want to say is if you are in a season of your life and business where you're just like, you know what, like what the heck is going on? Like This is not working. And trust me, I have plenty of times and plenty of days where I think this, like, I think I thought this like last week. Yeah, I actually did have this thought last week of like, yo, this is not working. And I realized that it was because my mindset was off, right? Instead of thinking about what can I do today to get a client, I was so stuck in like, oh, you know, I, I'm trying to, you know, create this perfect feed and I'm trying to create all these different things. And it's like, no girl, like just chill and think about what can you do today to get a client? What you focus on grows. And when I shifted that thought, from, oh, woe is me, it's not working out to, okay, what can I do today? My, everything started to shift, right? Like my reality started to change. And it's so true, what you focus on grows. Like the more that you focus on the negative things, the more negative things will keep happening or the more you will notice negative things. It's almost like, you know how you buy a car or like you get a car or it doesn't have to be a car. You can just buy anything, right? But let's just say the car example, right? You buy a car, you buy a red car, and now all you see on the road 
are red cars. When I bought my Nissan a few years ago, I kept seeing Nissans that looked exactly like mine. And I had never seen Nissans like, well, I mean, it's not like I have a special Nissan or anything, but like I had never noticed that car on the road until after I bought one. And now it's like, I see it everywhere because what you focus on grows, right? What you see, what you experience, it grows. And this is why I'm so like passionate about for myself and for others to put yourself in environments where you see people succeeding, right? So I am really big on putting myself in places where I see other women really embody and step into their role as a CEO. I surround myself with other moms who I see are having a positive experience with motherhood, right? Because I know that what I focus on grows. So if I'm surrounding myself with people that hate being a mom, it's gonna rub off on me, right? It's gonna grow and it's, it's going to become something that I now identify with. And I don't want that. I want to focus on things that are productive, that give me peace, that create profit for me, right? That's where I want to focus. And so I just want to encourage you today to shift your focus. What you focus on grows. So why not focus on how to make money, <laughs> right? Why not focus on how to grow this thing that you are building? One thing that I do, and I've been doing this for um, a couple of years now, and I, I have days, right? I have my days where I'm just like, what the heck is going on? Let me burn this business to the ground. Like, y'all know, I'm, I mean, like, girl, I'm not gonna lie to you. I have plenty of days where I want to burn it down. But I do, for the most part, try to wake up and ask myself a few questions. But number one is, how can I get or sign a client today? And the truth is that as a mom, a mom of two under two, I do not have time for busy work, right? I don't have time to, you know, I just, I don't have time. I just, I just literally don't have time. And if you're a mom, I know you can relate. And if you're not a mom, you will one day be at that point mentally where you're just like, yo, I'm not about to sit here and waste my time doing all these things. And so because of that, asking myself, how can I get or sign a client today? It really keeps me focused on tasks that are going to actually get me results and not, you know, just doing random things for no reason, right? Like now I don't scroll social media and y'all, I've talked about this before. I used to be a huge social media scroll, social media scroller, like Instagram me all day, TikTok me all day, which TikTok still got me in a chokehold. I've been going down this Selena Gomez and Bieber thing, like y'all, it's like a whole move. But anyway, um, I, you know, I can definitely get sucked into being on social media. But one thing I know is that doing those kind of things don't really bring value to my community, right? And my whole goal is to make sure that I am showing up fully and serving others. And so when I ask myself, how can I get or sign a client today? It really helps me realign my focus and realign, okay, why am I doing what I'm doing? Why am I creating a post today? Why am I showing up today? How am I doing this? Okay. And one thing I want to say, and you know, Y'all, you know how much I hate like the whole consistency thing, even though it's the truth. It's the God's honest truth. And I think the only reason why I hate it is because it's like, I feel like sometimes people say it, um, like people say like, oh, consistency is key. And they say it as a way to not like to gatekeep, like, it, like for real. Like, I feel like sometimes people say consistency because they're gatekeeping or they're saying it because they really don't know. And I just call BS on that. Like, I'm just like, no, you know what steps you took and you know that you can give us a little bit more tea, but you're just like saying be consistent. And that's not, that's not the whole thing. And the truth of the matter is, is that especially for us moms, consistency looks different. As a mom, 
consistency may not be weekly posts. It may not even be, um, I'm sorry, it's not daily posts, but it's definitely, it may not even be weekly posts, right? Like consistency really can ebb and flow for moms. I know for me, I was on a good streak with my YouTube channel where I was doing, um, I had a video go up every week in January and almost every week in February. And then we got sick and I just fell off. And I am still like trying to figure out, okay, how do I like recalibrate myself? How do I get back into the swing of things? And so what I will say is that what you focus on grows, right? Because I could get in my head and be like, oh man, like this is not working. You know, I'm not able to catch up, blah, blah. So I'm just not going to do it. But instead I'm just like, no, okay. I fell off for a couple of weeks. I have this video. That I, have a, I literally have a video right now that's already recorded. All I need to do is edit it and get it up. Okay, cool. That's where I'm going to focus. I'm going to focus my energy and effort on making that video the best video they can be and posting it. And the, getting back to the whole consistency thing, I will say the truth of the matter is that consistency in your income, it's going to happen when you consistently show up and you have to consistently do work that is income producing. You have to consistently sell. But again, it's going to look different for everyone. If you follow me on social media, you know that sometimes I will post and sometimes I won't. I literally went like maybe a month and a half. Like, I don't think I've posted anything on my stories since January. And I don't feel bad about it. I don't feel inconsistent about it. I don't feel any way about it. I post on my feed. I post on TikTok. I post it on YouTube. But yeah, I'm not, I'm not gonna like hold myself to posting at a certain standard of certain cadence just because, right? And it's so crazy that I'm saying this when I literally just did a podcast episode and a video talking about my content strategy. And I realized that something that I failed to mention is just how fluid my strategy is. Because while yes, I, you know, am, I have these numbers that I want to hit in terms of how much content I want to put out. I also recognize that there are going to be times where I'm just not in the mood and I'm not going to worry about it. Like, there are going to be times that I'm not in the mood to do Instagram stories. And so I'll just be consistent somewhere else. And that consistency, it still matters. I feel like a lot of times when we talk about consistency, people make it seem like, oh, if you're not consistent, like if you don't do this every single week, then everything is over. But for me, I just don't believe that. And I found it to be very true in my own business and in my clients' businesses where you don't have to do something every single week in order to see the fruits of your labor. What you do need to be doing is consistently doing something that's income producing. And what I mean by this is not spending time scrolling on Instagram, calling yourself engaging, but actively having conversations with people, pitching people, things like that, like doing activities that are actually moving the needle forward. Also, when I think about consistency, I think a lot of times people talk about content, which content is cool, but that's not the only thing that you can be consistent in in order to bring in clients. So you can be consistent in your lead generation. You can be consistent with your emails, right? Y'all, girl, you know I'm consistent with email. If you're not on my email list, you need to get on there because your girl stays writing some emails. But but anyway, what you focus on grows. I want to get back to the point. And Really quick before I like close this out, I want to share a few of my favorite income producing activities that I rotate through pretty much daily because I am definitely one of those people that I just am not always in the headspace for content. And while I always talk about how content is key, content is so important, blah, 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 there are just times and seasons where content is just not my area of focus um, and it's because there are just so many other things that we could be doing also to produce income and that allows us to grow our business so thing number one that I want to share is my mindset now this is like this is one that I feel like a lot of people don't talk about but 
really getting in control of your mind and really navigating your feelings and knowing how you're feeling is such an important income producing activity. Because if you are mentally focused on negativity or if you are just in a you know negative headspace, it's really hard to make money. It's really hard to grow because you're going to constantly be playing the doubt game. You're constantly going to be in this perfection, perfectionist, you know, mind, mind frame, or you're going to constantly feel like you're not enough. And that is really keeping a lot of people from making money. And sometimes there's like a lot of reality happening, right? Like I know for me, I've had seasons and times where I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't have time. And that it i mean I, I wouldn't call it necessarily a negative thought it really is the truth but when we sit in that it can become negative right it can it can become something that we that i use i'm not even gonna say we use i'm gonna say it's something that i can use as a way to hide right as a way to say oh well you know because i'm so busy because i got to do all this stuff with the kids or whatever whatever it's something that will allow me to give myself a, a way out and a way to say, oh, well, you know, because of this, I'm not going to show up. And that's not really doing myself any favors. And it's allowing me to focus on, you know, kind of things that I can't control instead of really taking control of my mind and being like, you know what? Yes, I am. Like right now, mom life is pretty hectic, but there is this one thing that I need to finish. So let me finish this one thing and then I can go back to my mom hat and that's fine. Right. Um, so it's not to say that, you know, like you have to sacrifice, overly sacrifice, but it is to say, hey, let's let's really think about getting in control of our minds so that we can actually be productive. Because the truth of the matter is, is that when your mind, when your beliefs are off, it makes everything else harder to do. So that's my first income producing activity. The second one is to ask current or previous clients for referrals. So this one, I will say, I'm, I'm gonna be honest, like fully honest, this one is sometimes scary for me. It is sometimes scary for me to go to a current client or go to my old clients and ask them for referrals. I feel like a lot of times I feel a little nervous about this because a lot of my clients, we tend to be somewhat in the same industry, right? Maybe you are a coach as well. Um, maybe you are a service provider. Maybe we provide similar services. And so it can be kind of hard to say like, oh, if you know of anyone who needs a coach, like, you know, let me know or, you know, creating some kind of partnership that can be a little challenging because we're kind of in the same industry. Um, but one thing I will say is that there's room for everyone, right? And so there have been times where I've asked current or previous clients for referrals and it felt aligned and it wasn't like stepping on your right toes. But this is a great way to kind of get new clients because, because if you're asking this person nine times out of 10, they are an ideal client for you, which in turns means that they're probably connected to other people that are also your ideal client. And that's why asking them is just a great way and a great income producing activity because it really kind of helps you bypass the whole creating all this content and doing all these things in order to, you know, put yourself in front of clients. So the next thing I like to do, and if you guys hear a little, um, you know, whining or whatever, it's the baby. <laughs> The next one is to go live and pitch my offer. Now, this is one that I really, really enjoy because as you know, I'm a talker. The hard part about this is that your girl never looks decent. Like literally, like I said, I am wearing my robe. I don't have on a bra. Well, actually I do have on a bra, but like my hair is like in this weird bun. Like there's just a lot going on right now. And 
it's just not conducive to going live. Uh, but one thing that I know for certain is that going live and talking about my offers, really educating people on what I have to offer, what value I bring, all those things, I find that a lot of times when I go live, I usually sign a client from that. Um, and it's not every single time. I'm not going to say it's like every single time I go live, I sign a client. But a lot of times when I go live, I do sign a client, especially when I'm intentionally pitching my offers. And that's another great income producing activity because the truth of the matter is that you can go live on Instagram, on Facebook, and then you can take that video and repurpose it. You can put it on YouTube. You can create short clips and use them as reels. There are all kinds of things that you can do with that piece of video content. So you're really getting a lot of bang for your buck by going live and pitching your offers. Uh, the next one, and I don't know what number I'm on, so I'm not even gonna worry about numbers anymore. But the next one is finally creating content. So I will create a reel where my call to action is for one of my offers. Now, what I will say is that lately I've been kind of changing my strategy when it comes to how I'm doing reels and stuff. So I won't like, I won't bore you with all the details, but I have been testing out the idea of not doing call to actions and just letting people organically see my content, connect with me and let them initiate their own conversations. I'm finding that to be a little bit easier than me trying to like figure out how to put a call to action on every piece of content. And I hope that frees somebody today because truthfully speaking, I know that a lot of times we talk about like, oh, make sure you're using call to actions, but sometimes it just feels really weird to trans, you know, to like transition the post or what you're talking about from this, you know, really valuable piece of content or sharing your testimony or sharing something transparently to, oh, and by the way, sign up for my offer. Now, I, I actually do that a lot where I will say what I need to say and then put a PS. That way it just kind of breaks up. Like you, you, you clearly know that I'm kind of shifting the topic a bit. Um, so, you know, I do play around with this whole idea of creating a reel, um, but I will also say that sometimes when we talk about income producing activities and like what we're focusing on, I have to remind myself that sometimes my focus is not always to sign the client, but to connect with someone deeply, right? To have a meaningful conversation or to start a meaningful conversation. And that is just as valuable as signing a client. And truthfully speaking, when I'm able to open up the door to a conversation, if that's where my focus is, that can grow into something so beautiful, right? It can grow into a collaboration. It can grow into an introduction to someone else that I may not have been exposed to or introduced to if I didn't focus on, okay, how can I create conversations or how can I create community? So I, I did want to, I do want to kind of make that one mention is that while yes, I did, you know, initially say like, how can I get or sign a client today? Sometimes that's not the question. Like sometimes the question is, how can I create more intimacy? How can I have more conversations? How can I cultivate my community, right? And so on my Facebook group, I'm really intentional about asking the question to myself when I'm like creating posts for it, how can I create community, right? How can I, you know, um, you know, amplify somebody else's voice? How can I, you know, really get people engaged, right? How can I get the community engaged? So I'm really thinking less about signing a client and more about, you know, the focus here is creating that community. So, you know, again, what you focus on grows. And hopefully when you're being intentional, you are growing the right thing, right? Because we've done number one, which is focus on our mindset, right? Get control of our mindset. So the last thing that I want to share when it comes to like an income producing activity that I enjoy doing, which I feel like this episode is like a hybrid of two things. Like it's talking about where to focus, but also like my favorite income producing activities. Um, but the last one I wanted to share is to follow up with leads that have inquired. Now, this for me looks like 
looking at people that have like maybe filled out a contact form or maybe people that have DM me um, and we've been talking about an offer, but like they haven't signed up yet. And I really enjoy following up with leads. I usually do this like one to two times a week because truthfully speaking, I have found that a lot of times people don't you know, work or uh, sorry, not that people don't work, but like people don't hire you or people don't, you know, book you or people don't, you know, join your offers because you simply have not followed up. And I learned this a couple of years ago when I would watch client after client literally go hire someone that did something, you know, pretty similar to what I did. And I realized that it wasn't my offer because I would go back and I would ask them like, oh, hey, like, congratulations. I noticed you were working with so-and-so, you know, what made you decide to work with them? And they were like, they, I mean, one girl literally said to me like, you you never reached back out so I, I thought that you had already filled all your spots and I'm like oh my freaking goodness you gotta be kidding me like you just thought that I filled all my spots so you didn't work with me like you know so it just goes to show that like following up with your leads is just so important and I know that sometimes people have a weird taste in their mouth when they call like a person a lead but like that's what people are right like of course everybody is an individual but at the end of the day they're also like a potential lead right it's a potential person that you can connect with and so you can call this person whatever you want you don't have to call them a lead you can call them a connection you can call them a community member whatever you want to call them you just want to make sure that you're following up with people that have you know maybe inquired about your services inquired about working with you they have expressed their interest in your programs and your offers and you just want to follow up with them and you know see where they are i love to do temperature checks so basically just reaching out to someone and being like hey i know we talked about this and i just want to see where you were in joining you know um are you you know a yes are you thinking about joining next round you know i don't always like give them you know like an a b c or d but i will you know maybe just say like oh are you interested in joining this round or are you thinking about joining next round kind of like that so those are my favorite income producing activities that i rotate through pretty much daily like Every day I'm kind of ro rotating through a different one. Like I said, going live is one of the ones that like I don't always, you know, tend to stick through or sorry, that is not one of the ones that I tend to like go to often just because going live can be a little bit challenging with my lifestyle, but it is one that like when I know, like when I when I have something on my heart and a reel is just not cutting it, your girl will definitely hit that camera and go live real quick. So I have a baby on me that is doing all this sighing and indicating that he is ready to go to bed. So I just want to end this by saying that what you focus on, it really does grow. And if you are in a season where you're just like questioning and you're like, God, what is going on? Like, why are things going this way? Or maybe you are just in your own head about your content or you're just feeling overwhelmed with how you are balancing your life and your business that I really would like for you to first take a breath, right? And just realize that it's time for you to shift your focus and shift your energy on one, things that you can control and two, things that really empower you and that put you in a positive headspace. And I know that that's easier said than done, trust me, because I definitely go through seasons and cycles where it takes a lot, like it takes a lot out of me to see the silver lining, right? To see the good, because I can just really get in my head about, you know, wanting things to be a certain way and wondering why things aren't happening as fast as I want them to. And so I just want to encourage you today to really focus on shifting your focus. And there are so many things that we can do that I can't even, you know, cover in this episode, but I just want to encourage you first to just take a deep breath and know that you have and you will have everything that you desire and everything that you need in the right timing. And the second thing that I want to say is 
shift your focus, shift your perspective, because you may be missing out on something that's right in front of you because you are in a negative headspace. And so focus, like really just shift your focus to what you want to grow. What do you, do you want more clients? Do you want more time? Do you want to spend more time with your kids? Do you want more time for your business, right? What do you want? And shift your energy to focusing on what you actually want. And if you haven't done so already, I would love to see you on the Becoming CEO waitlist because we are going to be going through a part-time CEO series. And this is going to be an exclusive series that I'm only going to be talking about to the people that are on this waitlist for the next round of the Becoming CEO Lifetime Group Coaching Experience. So this has been a really hard episode to record and be honest because the baby, like this episode is only 20 some odd minutes, but every maybe five minutes or so, I've had to stop this recording because the baby has done something just too random for me to ignore. Um, so this has definitely been a challenge for me to record. And I want to be honest about that because I feel like a lot of times people incorrectly assume that I just have it all together and that everything just you know, falls into place and then, and, you know, I'm able to be consistent, all these things, but I want you to know that I just have, I have as many struggles as the next person, right? I, I go through moments where I'm just not in the mood. I go through moments where things feel incredibly hard and challenging. I go through moments that are frustrating, right? This episode, recording this episode has been insanely frustrating and you may not be able to tell from my voice, but I've been insanely frustrated <laughs> trying to record this episode because there was crying that was happening and then there's just been all kind of stuff that's just gone on and I've had to stop and it's hard to like get your momentum back when you are you know actually like in the groove right it's hard to get your momentum back when you're throwing out so I just wanted to share that as like a little side note to this episode but I so appreciate you for listening and until next time hey boo really quick very soon i'm going to be relaunching and opening the doors to my marketing and sales program for mamas the becoming ceo a lifetime group coaching experience in this program i'm going to show you how to market and sell your high ticket offers so that you can make five thousand dollars per month while working less than 20 hours a week mama get your coins ready and hop on this wait list becoming ceo is a marketing and sales program for us mamas by a mom who gets it because listen us mamas we do business different we have to because we don't have time to be playing on al gore's internet <laughs> but for real this program is going to be perfect for you if you're a service provider or a coach or a consultant who wants to create a sustainable business around your lifestyle aka your kids this is going to be done through live coaching i have step-by-step -step and to the point trainings and a community to help you market and sell your premium offers so that you can make that five thousand dollars per month and have some stability and predictability in your income while working part-time hours i hope to see you on the wait list and until next time i'll talk to you later darling thanks so much for tuning in don't forget to follow me on the gram at mrs k hillman and let me know you're picking up what i'm putting down take a screenshot of you listening to this podcast and share it in your stories and leave a young thug a review so i know it's real may you walk in your purpose and call in each and every day to become the ceo and woman you were designed to be until next time, let's get this money.